Hi there. I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, editor of livehealthy.ae, and this is the livehealthy.ae podcast. Each week, we will interview leaders in the UAE's health and wellness community, and we'll explore topics you read about in our online magazine, the only one of its kind for men and women. And now it's time to meet this week's guest. So now I would like to introduce our very first guest on the LiveHealthy.ae podcast. The ladies are very special. We have um, Nadia Sewell, one of the co-founders of Body Tree Studios in Abu Dhabi. Mira Neman, who uh, runs Nectar Cafe in Body Tree Studios. And Susie Terzian, who's a nutritionist. And it's the Susie, Susan Terzian Nutritional Consultancy. Consultancy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know... I, I, I agreed, I thought to myself, I want to ask you all here as the first guest, because you, you ladies are like at the forefront of wellness in uh, the UAE's capital. And then, of course, now we know things have really changed. But at the start, like earlier this year, you launched um, the Wellness Collective UAE. And I wanted to have you all talk about that. And I will have you all talk about that. But things have obviously really changed. We're right in the thick of it with coronavirus, COVID-19. What are we going to call it? just the way things are you know so I wanted to welcome you all here and then let's first off just talk about you guys are wellness leaders how are you struggling how are you coping Mm -hmm. succeeding let me know maybe Nadia you can start sure Um, you know I have to say we're rolling with the punches (laughs) it's one day at a time and over the last three weeks I want to say things have changed dramatically and it's just been day by day you know every day is just a new day and brings something different and brings a different unknown Um, and so I think um, you know all this talk we've preached about just kind of accepting where you're at (laughs) (laughs) we're in the thick of it now we're biting our tongues thinking damn it it's not so easy sorry excuse my French (laughs) that's what we've been um, waiting for right like we've Mm -hmm. been we've been saying that all this in normal times Mm -hmm. like be in the moment Mm -hmm. and let's face it we all have anxiety yeah in in, when things were when when this didn't happen probably all of us thought Oh, things are hard. This is really hard. Yeah, absolutely. So personally, just at home, mm-hmm. before we get into like sure. professionally, you guys are homeschooling. How many kids do we have here in the room? Uh, we have nine, nine total. Nine in total. Three Not each. all in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. You're all, you've been homeschooling for weeks? Yes. yes. We're on, we're in our third week of homeschooling. Okay. How is it going? How are you coping? It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I won't lie. Like it's, it's pretty challenging. Uh, we've, um, come to um, understand our children differently, which is really great. Mm-hmm. But also I think the uh, the hardship has been disconnecting um, our own time, that we suddenly do not have that time uh, for ourselves to get work done and to to just be productive. So, right. so now we just, once you um, shift your mindset and go, all right, well, it's gonna be the time for the kids, then it's a lot easier to accept, yeah. you know? Yeah. The acceptance of sort of you know, we had the luxury when the kids went to school to be able to, you know, individually also work on our own businesses, on ourselves, on, you know, getting a moment to meditate, getting a moment to put together some, you know, work that we needed to do. Now, all of that is sort of combined into one. 
So I think uh, being a uh, working uh, mom and being a mom and homeschooling and just being in the uncertainty has been uh, challenging at times. But as, as Susie was saying that once, even on a personal level, once I've come to accept that this is my function right now is to just sort of be there, it's taken the pressure when I was trying to do both okay. work and mm -hmm. be home that that was that was probably the harder the harder when things were still open and we were still yeah. trying to figure out what was happening and I was still working you know on the juice bar and once that and homeschooling and being at home and the uncertainty that was the bomb but sorry I can't say that on camera. <laughs> no, yeah. but you know <laughs> I think uh, once it leveled out and okay. we understood that there had to be closures and we needed to stay inside and the messaging became clearer. Right. Then we were just hunkered down and that's it. The kids do their schooling. We stay home. We do the activities. We buy crafts and supplies. And, yeah. You know, yeah. We yeah. I think there it. was a lot of anxiety. Um, and, and I know that everyone was feeling this. Everyone in the health and wellness and fitness business was feeling this because we didn't know. Were we supposed to shut down? Were we supposed to yeah. stay open? Um, you know, what were the right steps to take? And so we finally decided it did create a lot of anxiety mm -hmm. even amongst our team and so we decided to take control of the situation by closing down right and uh, we spoke to a couple of other studio owners and uh, all kind of decided this was the right decision for the community did so you decide together then a couple, couple of, of us students, did a couple yeah. of us spoke and did yeah. decide at the same cool. time which is really great yeah um and coincidentally we got the directive <laughs> the day before we had shut down but the great thing is is that we were all able to give our clients notice you know, we were kind of able to dictate the way mm -hmm. we were going to do it. Gave us a few days to really think about what we want to do. We knew we wanted to offer people some free videos online. Mm -hmm. So I think we've all been able to do that. And it's been amazing the way all studio owners and, and uh, fitness facilities have really kind of stepped up and, and I think supported the community through free classes. Well, this is crazy. You know, this has been yeah. happening on a scale that I don't think any of us could have even mm -hmm. believed. And people yeah. just doing it however it Happen, however right? like, exactly however. just putting mm -hmm. themselves out there just going for it and doing it and uh and it's incredible and the clients as well like we've had clients say put more out there you know we don't care don't edit anything we don't care just do it just ah. go raw we just want to we okay. just want to move we just want to do this you know and so yeah. it's just been such a nice response do you think that this has pushed you forward in a way like towards something that maybe you would have done down the road yeah 100 percent. i think this is something we've been contemplating for a while but we've had our plates full and we've been working on a lot. And I think this has just propelled us forward. Um, you know, maybe not the way we'd envisioned it, but that's life sometimes, you know. And, um, and I, yeah, we're, we're viewing this as a positive thing. Um, you know, I think that the only concern is, is that, um, you know, we worry about the direction of the business. You know, I think we're at a certain size. And that means we're responsible for quite a few people who work for our teams. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're attached to these people. We care for them. And so we just want to make sure that we grow the business uh, sustainably in the right direction. You know, we don't like what we're seeing in other parts of the world. You know, we're hearing about massive layoffs and, and uh, salary cuts. And, and uh, you know, that's concerning. And we're, I think we're relieved and blessed that we live in a country like the UAE that's really been supportive and you just see you know how the banks have come out immediately and landlords have come out immediately um, supporting people and communities and so i think we want to try to be that kind of you know i think for nectar and body treat those are the kind of businesses we are and so we're hoping to sustainably grow and not you know yeah but you have that added stress of you have people on visas Absolutely. you have you have a stress that I mean, it's stressful for everyone who yeah. is a business owner, yeah. but you have people who are here solely to work 
Yeah. I mean, so that's, always, yeah. that's always a stress for any so business working. owner here. And, and it UAE comes at a I, high cost. You know, mm-hmm. it's not cheap to, to sponsor anyone. It's, you know, um, it, yeah, it, it's significant. But uh, that's a definite added stress. I can't say that we have yeah. a solution yet, but we're, no. working, we're working together. We're monitoring things. We're looking at things. We're looking at ways to kind of, you know, grow differently. And, um, and we're going to talk to our community. And I think that's something we do really, really well. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll keep talking to our community. You guys were great. I'm a body tree, long time obsessive, and uh, you were great at communicating, you know, because I like to go to several gyms. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you guys yeah. were doing a great job. How do you deal with your staff, though, when they're just like asking questions? And um, what do you say? What do you say? We've been really open. We've yeah. sent, we sent out quite a few messages to our staff as this was happening, letting them know what we thought, uh, how we thought they should behave. Um, you know, as we were getting the recommendations uh, and working with the authorities, we would, you know, we slowly started, I think, um, setting more restrictions to the way we we were working. Yeah. You know, where it got to the point where we just said, even if you have a, a relative or a child who's flown in from abroad, please don't come in for two weeks. Yeah. If you've been away, definitely don't come in. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so we slowly, slowly started restricting things until we finally... You've got a lot of people coming in and out of that studio teaching classes we do we do it slowly we we saw the numbers dropping as the the level of concern rose we definitely saw the numbers slowly dropping in certain areas and uh yeah you know it was was a progression now mira you're doing um takeaway i just ordered today um we just ordered a few little treats (laughs) for here how is that how is that going because that would is that at a volume you had anticipated before or because you have a location at body tree but you just opened a second location at Berkeley we actually school have three locations we have a, a hidden what? location inside the american community school that oh, we okay. service the community of that school and the student body and the faculty so the new location in on Sadiad is our third location Your third location yeah so that was uh we're also in the process of sort of growing the brand and the mm-hmm. offering um it came at a very, I think, poignant time in our growth um, to have me also sort of reassess which direction we're going to go in. Um, the whole point of, 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 you know, Nectar was to have accessibility of, you know, functional food and have people be able to access that. Uh, I saw a big shift between sort of the clientele of Body Tree and then the new clientele at Sadiat. They were just two different beasts and we were really? sort of in the middle mm-hmm. of kind of rejigging around a different offering and giving them more a dine-in and you know the school has its own um, personality and it caters to the kids so that palatability comes out in their offering so we were just you know playing around with melding it all into this one you know umbrella of you know functional accessible food and then corona happened (laughs) Uh, so we are doing delivery. Um, we do have some limitations on that because our product is a bit delicate to move around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I have to obviously work on that. And then I'd like to grow the offering so that to give people more of a full experience, not just the snacks and the treats, but to be able to do the salads and more of the savory food items. So that's coming up. Um, I would, you know, the third party platforms are always really great. The, you know, Zomato, Deliveroo. Uh, Talabat, all of these platforms have been really, um, you know, on the forefront because without them, we wouldn't be doing delivery. It's They're interesting great, yeah. that you say that because I've heard some things, I've seen some things on social media, I mean, sort like of it, criticizing that they'll sure. be making money and they should be. They do, yeah. and it is, but I think that it, when I did do the numbers and I had to create my own fleet and do the, my own back end and yeah. then do our own apps, 
you have to be a really big company to be able to do that. And it just didn't make sense. So to have a third party, yeah, they take a big cut. I, I understand that is part of their business model as well. Um, but it's uh, given us an ability to bring in some revenue during this time until we can either be back open or create our own delivery, you know, with our own fleet, which would take also, you know, another, you know, another element. So we're working on it. We definitely have um, challenges, especially in the food industry. I think people have also, they're just, they're scared. People are scared. Who's touching their food? Yeah. Who's making uh, their food? Yeah. You know, we've had some instances where people will order and then kind of not. And, you know, we've gone through all the measures, all the staff um, are all health and safety trained. We have like a cleaning schedule, you know, every hour on the hour, whether someone's there or not, we're doing a clean down. They wear masks, gloves, like the whole thing. Like yeah. we're just not showing it on social media because I think a lot of people are doing right. that and that's becoming a bit, you know, scroll, scroll. So I want to just keep, keep the message of, yeah, we're confined. Still try to eat healthy. Try not to go down the Doritos. Try to stay on the kale chips, you know. Try not to do the Kit Kat. Try to do the, kale chips you know, you know Snickers, the, the Snickers. Snickers. Yeah, you know, like the Snickers bar And the big so chocolate good. chip cookie, yeah, my favorite. You know, it's yeah. just, it's easy to, it's easy to go down that slippery slope in that moment of anxiety. And I just want to say that we are here as Nectar to, you know, support that, you know, anxiety you know food eating situation with a healthy alternative and it doesn't have to suck it can taste good <laughs> that's my <laughs> job it tastes good how have you three like how are you coping personally like have went because it's very easy i found last week all my anchors my morning anchors my meditation and writing in the journal went out the window and then like i started to get more and more stressed out and then i realized those anchors are there for a reason but of course they go out the window when the stress starts to rise so how have you sort of kept yourself busy? <laughs> okay, well, um, first I'd like to say that um, it's okay for things to kind of fly out the window, but these this is why we've been practicing all the things that we've been practicing, like being consistent with our exercise, with our healthy eating, with, uh, with all these little tiny, tiny habits that you want to build on every single day, um, so that when we have a coronavirus situation and everything is derailed, that we can have a moment and go, all right, you know, um, you know, maybe I had the Doritos or maybe I did the mm -hmm. thing, but then you can just jump back on and go back to what you know um, will serve you. I always say it's um, you need to do it with faith, you know, um, faith in that this process is beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. So take the thinking out of it. You can't be uh, thinking about it every single day. We, we function on habit. And so everything's really automatic. So it's what you do consistently. You just got to keep doing it. Don't think about it. Don't get yourself involved because that's when we we tend to mess up, you know. So um, I guess it's all right. You know, I think people beat themselves up and go, oh, my God, you know, everything went out the window. And that's OK if it did, as long as you you know that you need to come back, sort of uh, come back to it, come back to what makes you feel good and not in a way where you're punishing yourself and feeling guilty for whatever action you might have taken, you know, because that's that's the worst thing that you can do. There's no need, you know, for that. It's just a matter of doing what will feed your health and what will actually improve your mood. I think that's what I'm focusing on for myself. And uh, hence, like we were talking about earlier, just like stepping outside just for a few minutes alone, considering all the things, doing all the social distancing. But being outside uh, for me is uh, such a big pillar um for my you know for my mood for my 
you know, self-care, I guess. I, yeah, I thought yeah. of Susie today. I, I was going to have my coffee in the morning, and then I saw the sun coming into the balcony, and I was like, Susie, vitamin D. She always tells me. So I go outside, and I literally, you know, just pulled up my sleeves and just tried to bask in a bit of that vitamin D because we're indoors a lot. And mm -hmm. um, I got disrupted by a bunch of kids. But <laughs> the moment was there. It was in my mind. There. I yeah. had some warm the coffee. Intention. You had the moment. intention, and I had the vitamin D, uh, you know. Yeah. And to small things. I yeah. mean, it, it wasn't. Per it hasn't been perfect for three weeks, no. but we've been homeschooling for a few weeks now that we are leveling out a bit with our own families and with our work, and it's becoming easier to then find that thing that I, you know, for example, I used to go to Body Tree, uh, you know, three four times a week. Right. Now I can maybe go on the Body Tree platform and see, you know, what information they're sending out to the community, or say I'm used to hearing. You know Susie's really great inspirational talks. How do I get? In con I go on her platform. She has some Corona-ish, you know, life's skills there. Mm -hmm. And you know, with with us, for example, I'm trying to be more creative at home with the kids. And it does go down the M&M route sometimes, but you know, <laughs> there course. are good moments of. But Nadia, you were saying before that you've actually gone over the hump and you feel like you're bonding? Yeah, 100%. I think the first two weeks were challenging. Challenging not just for me, but for the kids. I mean, the level of anxiety they were going through trying to adapt to this home learning, to this independent learning, um, and then to have you know their parents help them. <laughs> um, and I think they didn't really understand what the expectation was. So there was a lot of fear. Um, that they maybe exhibited in some interesting ways, and right. so we kind of had to manage the behavior and you know <laughs> maybe comfort eat through that. But I think uh, third week into it, we we've got a rhythm down. It's definitely helped that I'm not actually physically at work every day, um, and that's just given me time to readjust and and rework our schedule. Mm -hmm. And so yes, you know I I either wake up a little earlier to do what I need to do for myself, which is think about the day, plan the day, and get some movement in. If I feel like I need to sleep for that extra 30 minutes, skip the movement then, work with the kids, work out while they're having a little bit of tutoring and lunching, you know, and then we can, we go out for a walk, we get some fresh air right outside of the house. So we, you know, it's, it's just, it's a new normal. And I have to say today was the first, or no, yesterday was the first day I was with the kids thinking, wow, I really love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... No, there are small moments, and you have to take those small moments. Yeah. You, know, you you have to enjoy them, and you've got to kind of stop and just, uh, yeah. 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 We're adjusting. To... It's a new normal. Yeah, Right, and yeah. we're going to look back at this time, you know, a few years from now, and our kids are going to look back and think, yeah. what a crazy time that was. Yeah. yeah. You know, but by the same token, we don't we don't get these moments. And, and one of our friends yeah. kind of said, you know, she's like, wow, I'm so glad I'm spending time with my kids because I realize now how little time I spend with them or how much time uh, they spend outside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's yeah. You know, and you don't you don't think about it that way. There are a lot of valuable things. I think you put mm -hmm. on your Instagram, I think it was Body Tree that talked yeah. about the positives. And yeah. I think some people think it's not appropriate to talk about the positives, but sure. there, when things are still so uncertain and negative, but it is, right? Like, what else? You Actually, do that in normal life. You focus look, on the positive we're wired, and you're happy. We're so wired to be negative, yep. you know, and, and we are. And, and don't don't get us wrong, you know, sometimes when we're alone, our, oh, God, we yeah, can be course, so negative. Course. And that's fine. You know, but I, but I think yes. Then you kind of have to pick yourself up and reframe things and uh, and try to. Be, and there are positives. There's always a silver lining. Yeah. Know, yeah. I mean, look at all the all the the fitness facilities that mm -hmm. are um, just you know for free donating um, all these classes. You know, you can take any class at the Body Tree now just by going on the Facebook and 
any personal trainer, any, um, you know, whether anywhere around the world, it's all available to us, just a click away. It's incredible the way that uh, humanity has come together. So I think there's a lot of positive. And yeah, of course, the negative uh, stuff, but it's because, again, I feel like we are attached. We are all attached to our routines. We don't know, um, you know, change is difficult. So we don't know how to navigate that. And then once you kind of make peace with that, you go, all right, well, maybe this is, this new normal is okay, you know, or I'll, I'll adjust to it, I'll make it okay. But um, yeah, it's not to be, I guess, uh, it was about like pivoting and not and being a bit more flexible mm. with myself to yeah. be able to then go oh okay then yeah. this can work yeah you know also it's just realizing you know we've tried so many different things and we've succeeded a lot but we've also failed a few times you know and then just kind of stopping for a minute to think okay yeah we failed at a few things so what so if we step you know we yeah. take a few steps forward and we don't really do it so well and we fail yeah. okay well we've been there before it's not that scary yeah so you have been, you started Body Tree over 10 years ago. You had yeah, your 10th anniversary, been, but two. Oh, it's it like been, we're on our 13th year now. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know. It goes by really fast. <laughs> you started with your mom and with another. With um, Alina. Alina yeah, yeah. A friend of ours. And at that time, were you the only yoga and Pilates studio? Well, there were people practicing yoga and Pilates around town and offering, you know, like yoga at a fitness club or Pilates out of. You know, there was a lady offering out of her house, but there wasn't a proper studio. So yeah, I, we were the first proper yoga and Pilates studio. I don't want to say proper. I want to say like independent, not yeah. attached to anything else, a standalone. Yeah. And since then, <laughs> Abu Dhabi has exploded. Like exploded. It's, it it what really has. You, from you standing, from you started this 13 years ago, like what does it look like to you? What, what does the studio look no, like to like me? No, like the scene, the Abu Dhabi, like what's available. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just amazing how it's expanded. And I want to say that it's, um, and I love this about Abu Dhabi, I think it's grown carefully, uh, organically, and sustainably, you know. And um, and we see, even with our clients, you know, I, our clients are, um, you know, you go to other cities and people are really fickle and they want, like, the newest fitness trend and they keep jumping around. And I was speaking to a friend in Dubai who owns a fitness studio and she was just saying, oh, the, our challenge in Dubai is people just want the next best thing. And I was saying, oh, okay, well, that's so different to Abu Dhabi where people, sure, they like to try different things and they like to move around, absolutely, but then they're very loyal to the methods or the spaces that they love. And that is really, really incredible. And, and that's what fuels us, you know, that's what keeps us going. Uh, that consistency, that crowd that come back and really, you know, are interested in, in what we're doing. Well, you've created a really cool, um, your own brands of workout mm -hmm. BTV with focused on women's bodies and mm -hmm. you know um, no one's lifting giant weights and yeah doing wads and well, <laughs> this is all trial and but it's error tough, very it's trial tough. and yeah. error you know we've we've been through I feel like we've all been through different things and I think you know I went through a phase with with my friend Anissa who also started the technique mm -hmm. with me where we were trying so many different things and we went through pregnancies and you know, our, our bodies change dramatically. Uh, our bodies change. When you're pregnant, your body looks a certain way. When you're nursing, your body looks a certain way. Post-pregnancy, you, you have to be very gentle and, and loving and understanding of your body and allow it to heal, to get back into movement. So I think we've tried a whole bunch of things. And so we created a technique that we felt worked for us that was kind of a combination of the things we loved most that, were very that was very focused on women's bodies. And it was also because we were just frustrated. You know, we reached out to business owners and brands in the U.S. that we really liked. And they were always very dismissive. And oh, we really? Yes. And, and you know, we, we personally met some of these business owners and we attended their studios and we spoke to them. But I think a few years ago, the world seemed a little bit more disconnected. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so 
yeah, so we just kind of got sick of asking, and we're like, you know, why? It, we always have this mentality over here, like, oh, we should import things. Right, we and then you can say we got the first, uh, this, yeah. Import that. I'm like, why import? And as we started working on it, and Inessa and I are both Pilates instructors, and we really, really believe in the foundations of a proper movement, of safe movement, of conscious movement. So we wanted to integrate that into a program that was also kind of dynamic. And so that's where we started, uh, or that's how we started Body Tree Body. Okay, and it's a very, uh, Body Tree is also a very welcoming space for pre and postnatal. Absolutely. Well, it's it's like, like, it, yeah, it's just, it's a passion. We've all been pregnant and had kids. I mean, mm -hmm. that's another advantage. We're like, yeah. oh yeah, been there, done that, know what to do. Oh yeah, we got to yeah. deal with our pelvic floors. Come to, yeah. we really are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really so like are. 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago, I used to refer my clients to the body tree and, uh, and I had a clinic at a medical center. So it was like, that's, that's how far it goes mm -hmm. back as far as referral. And I just feel like it's a very, like, um, it's very much home you know, uh, to me more than, more than it is like a, a like a partnership. It's, um, so, and, and for us, th there's this feeling where we don't really feel like we're working. We're just hanging yeah. out yeah. and then things seem to turn into like work, but it's just us hanging out and doing the things that we love to do and yeah. talking about the things that we love to talk about. And, and like tagging each, each other on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like we see stuff and we, yeah. you know, try Absolutely. To... But we've known each other for a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mira and I went to high school together. Okay. Yeah. So we met back then. Um, I've known Susie's sister, her younger sister, for a really long time. And, you know, we, we kind of, I don't know. I don't know if our, our friendship evolved because of that or aside. Or, you know, I don't know. But it just evolved we, at some point, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we met. I yeah. remember where we met. But it was uh, it was at some women's business women's group. Oh, that's group. true. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, I like her and her mom. <laughs> something that's really changed, too, because in my, like my dad would say, oh, don't ever go into partnership or don't be, mm. don't do business with your friends. And I feel like that's something that's really changed. It's just like an old school point of view that yeah. doesn't really work. And I've always said like, if you, some of my friends, I would go into business with them over some yeah. people's, you know, you can get married for 20 years and that's fine. But it's so a marriage though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it's it is a, a relationship. It's, it's, so you've got to really love them. And because yeah. you want to be able to also deal with stuff, you know, that, you may not like communication communication mm -hmm. so you want to communicate it's a real relationship and yeah. I think that like at on this table specifically we each have our own strengths so it's not like we're competing mm -hmm. yes. for the same space so each one of us has our own sort of strength and we bring that to the table as a collective yeah so you know maybe Susie will bring the nutrition and the mind and, and the like the wellness health. wellness yeah. health and then I'll bring like maybe the food element and as you can bring the mindfulness and the movement element, we're not competing towards that yeah. space where I'm like, well, my movement's better than your movement. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think we, no, think we don't that have that yeah. anyway, That's, you know. Yeah. No, no. So I think you just, I think we're just, I think our nature is very similar. Yeah. So I think, yeah, and our values are very aligned. And I think that's probably the most important thing. And like you said, you know, like anything, it's a relationship. Yeah. Um, but I think we know what our strengths are, we know what our weaknesses are, and we know how to tap into each other. For that and then when we there's a skill that we're missing you know we'll plug somebody into that mm -hmm. and i think again that's our strength we know how to bring people in to complement us and uh, to help us because you can't you just can't know everything yeah, all the time for sure. and you're not good at everything exactly. you know and uh, you can have a, an, an interest in something doesn't mean you're good at it yeah I need you know. to know <clears throat> now when you set out with this we wanted was it to sort of solidify and do some corporate wellness like what was your goal mm -hmm. before corona i think it was um I said this before, it's very organic. We were doing it already. Yeah. We just called it something. 
you know, we were we were doing the Wellness Collective before it was called the Wellness Collective. With the Wellness Breakfast. Yeah, with our Wellness yeah. Breakfast, mm -hmm. uh, the talks, the, the, um, the corporate uh, work that we were doing. So all of this stuff was happening. Um, and then so we just decided to, to make it formal and have some more fun with it. Also, we just wanted to make sure that the information we were kind of trying to get out there wasn't getting diluted. So, you know, at Body Tree, I think we do so much, mm -hmm. which is amazing, but sometimes that's actually a disadvantage because sometimes there's too much going on and too much information, and that can get diluted. So we wanted the important messaging that we were kind of sharing and trying to get out there to be just placed on a separate platform. And yeah. so that's, yeah. that's really the Wellness Collective. It's just you know, a, a space that gives you more breathing room to, <laughs> to get the information out to people. And it's too soon to say, obviously, things are going to change. Um, mm -hmm. But it feels like wellness will be more important than ever. What do you I see so. sort of, how are you sort of feeling about that now? Yeah, I hope people understand that wellness is important. You know, I hope they understand that if they take even a small step towards improving their health, then in the long run, that'll pay off. You don't have to do everything all at once and, mm. and we're imperfect and you know yeah. sometimes I feel like you know there are points in my life where I look back and I'm like god that was probably the healthiest fittest that I ever was you know and I might not be there right now and that's completely fine but I know how to you know I know what to do to kind of just keep my immune system strong and keep my mind strong look we're real people and we face uh, real challenges just like everybody else and we're not trying to preach um, in a way that you know oh we know better or uh, we are doing better it's just that we are really doing our best and we want to and we want to share you know yeah, we're, we're doing our best we're you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and we want to share what we know with our community yeah. with our friends with each other and um, and and I think now with the corona situation more than ever it's it's that much more important to to believe in the messaging that we have which is you are the ceo of your health so now is the time if you know we have the time we have more time somehow so you know figure out where where you need to add in you know what are the deposits that you need to make into your health bank account you know it's the little tiny steps like Nadia's saying it's not it doesn't have to be massive things you know people always think it's all or nothing you know it's either I'm, I'm doing it all I'm eating perfectly and then it's like you're beating yourself up when you don't you know and we constantly want to say it's not that it's just you know little tiny steps that you can do um, that that you would enjoy the process I guess because if you're focusing on the end goal then you know, we always get distracted and there's always things that you will, um, that will distract you, uh, veer you off and you think, oh, well, I don't have time for this. And what we want to do is all the stuff that they're non-negotiable, whether you have time or not. So place these processes um, in your life where you just do it. Um, so you can't argue so with yeah. yourself. Yeah. So like, we don't know what's going to happen to our health. We don't have control of that, but we do have control over the steps that we take daily. And and yeah, I'm loving everybody cooking at home. This is like this well, you is both awesome. are big into nourishment. That's what I love yeah. about when Susie talks about food. It's like nourishing yourself, yeah. not depriving yourself, Absolutely. not restricting, not counting calories, not all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So you're both really big into nourishment. Yeah. So yeah, it's. It I, I find myself in the kitchen a lot of the day. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> First of all, feeding as many people at home all day, every day, you know, sometimes you used to do the lunch boxes, send it to school and comes back empty, comes back full. You're like none the wiser, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I made it, it's gone. Now they're home and people want snacks and they want, you know, variety. And it's, it's giving me the ability to get back into the kitchen in a very um, creative way. So 
I'm also sharing that to like close friends, <laughs> spamming them with like, this is what we're eating today. And that's also, I think, created a bit of, um, you know, inspiration. If I'll put something up, I'll be like, oh, I ate this today. I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that. Like, I'll make that for lunch tomorrow. And a lot more people are, are in their kitchens retrying, you know, to reignite that passion with the stove and, you know, to go through maybe some fear of what do I make or yeah. how do I make yeah. it or... You know, what does this mean? So it's just a nice way to just, we're all home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might as well, you know, make your lunch because you're not eating out yeah. that much anymore. So it's it's important to get back to that whole food, yeah. you know, that, you know, Susie and I and Nadia all believe in, which is it comes from a box. It's probably made by non-whole ingredients. If it's an ingredient that you can make into something, you just have more nutrients in there and you have more flexibility with the actual ingredient. You pour it out of a box, we've all done it, but it shouldn't be your go-to. Your go-to should be something that grew out of the floor, came off a tree, you know, grew in soil, comes from the sea, comes from the land in a very, you know, sustainable way. Yeah. And are you seeing any, I know me personally, I realize that I tear around all the time, like a, like a crazy person. I'm constantly going, like, have, I feel a real, obviously I don't love not being able to go places but there is this part of me that's like it's kind of nice like I don't have anywhere to go there's kind of a little bit are you noticing that absolutely but didn't it take you a minute to get oh a minute yeah and the dread because it was was a minute where I needed to be like oh wait it's okay and then but I realized I'm so comfortable in this Mm -hmm. space that I'm in because you know you have time for your thoughts even you know just to digest things and like to go through Mm -hmm. certain thoughts and emotions that we kind of just you know, just sweep under the rug because we don't have time for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because we're so, rushing from place yeah. to place, yes. trying to be at all of these different... Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that I'm actually sleeping better because I don't, I'm not thinking of anything I have to do the next day. Yeah. Okay. You know, and so I just, I might not be sleeping longer, but I feel like my sleep is better. It's deeper sleep. I wake up, I feel so refreshed. So hey, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, there's been a shift, def- yeah. definitely yes. a positive shift. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like I said, the first two weeks were rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of drama, a lot of internal yeah. turmoil. But I think, yeah. again, you've got to let yourself feel that. Of you course, know, you're anxious. Correct. That was feel tough. It. That yeah. was day you're, by day. You know, you were, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But you just, you have to, ex- I, and I think that's, that's when I made the switch. It's like, I just, I'm like, you know what? I, I went, so I've done Vipassana a couple of times, okay. which is this 10 day silent meditation. And you really learn how to just accept things in life okay right but I, but I forget because I'm not always consistent with my practice but you know I feel like I have to go through that crazy turmoil and then just stop and like remind myself what did you learn <laughs> sit down meditate relax accept yeah. and when you know when you accept it and you're like yeah. all right this yeah. is all beyond my control but I can take control of some aspects of my life yeah. I'm good with this and it's a very human grief journey that you can go through with anything that Absolutely. ends the way yeah. you knew. Yeah, acceptance. so it is acceptance is the last one. Yeah, right. Where did you do the Vipassana? Oh. UAE twice for 10 days, silent. No speaking, no no looking at anyone, no phone. The, the, the no phone part was very liberating. No reading, though. No reading, oh, no gosh. writing. Okay. I walked, I walked. That was, okay. <laughs> I would walk whenever I could walk. <laughs> in is the it, confined space we could move in, I would walk. Is it traumatic coming back and talking to everyone, or is it? Like... You know, I think you probably need a couple of days. I think like anything, whenever you're doing any deep emotional work, I think uh, you, you definitely need a couple of days before integrating back into yeah. society. I made the mistake of coming straight to work. We jumped her. <laughs> yeah, we did. And how was um, it? Tell us all about it. No, that what was great. <laughs> My friend, Susie and Mira were great, but then I had to deal with a couple of other things. I was like, okay, I am okay. not ready for this. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow, uh, but but I, I highly recommend it. For me, it was a life changer. It just, okay. it, I could reframe the way I viewed the world, mm-hmm. and it just gave me new faith. 
Um, and so I feel like I kind of understand the purpose of life mm. through Vipassana, okay, you know, so nice. kind of going through this when people say, you know, there's always something to learn from what we're going through. There's always silver linings. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought this way a few years ago, but I think now I can do that. Like I said, I'll dwell in the negative for a bit and, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then kind of get okay. up and move on. It's okay to be, to be looking at things with, um, with, you know, seeing the silver lining. It's okay. And it's okay to be positive and be negative at the same time. You know, you're allowed to be that human too. But um, it's, there's not, you're not hiding from reality, I guess, when you, when you try to see things in a better light. You know, just allow that for yourself. You're not jinxing it, you know? Yeah. There is that common feeling that if you yeah. start to feel that way, but it, it makes you feel better. It does. To focus on the positive things, knowing the negative things, but focusing on the positive, yeah. it just lifts your spirit. Yeah, well, so. we know that you can uh, change your biology through your thoughts. Yeah. So if That's we're so constantly true. worrying and, and thinking the negative stuff, and I'm not saying they're not there, but maybe not think about them because if you're not able to change it, then thinking about it will just create more uh, stress and negative biology in your body. So then, you know, just don't, don't do that for yeah. yourself. <laughs> You know, Just and get yourself, yeah, yeah, get yourself in a different state of mind. Yeah, be careful who you talk to, what you read. Be careful who you hang out with. Yeah, no, I'm That's finding. Yeah, with. I'm finding that I'm more than ever sort of. Not, not avoiding, but the people who might have brought yeah. me down on a normal day are, are doing it now. That's, that's, that's real. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. wellness right there. You yeah. know, uh, being careful who you surround yourself mm -hmm. with. Yeah. yeah, I think we don't talk about it enough, but, you know, it definitely is important. It'll influence your mood. It'll influence influence your thought patterns. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. yeah, it's like when someone walks in and they're like, you know, having a bad day or having a mood. It like, you know, it's like a, a scent that, you know, you just mm -hmm. get flooded by it, and then you can either accept the like, take it in and smell it and then be like, oh, I like this one. Oh, or else you just absorb it and then you yeah. end up sort of living in it. And yeah. Okay, babies. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank Thanks you. for having us. That's it for this week. If you liked the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time on the livehealthy.ae podcast.